0: Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find Sports Grid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. Folks, what's going on, Grid?
1: This is Sports Grid. Get on the grid. Fantasy football frenzy. What is
2: up? What is Gucci, everybody? It is the fantasy football frenzy. Welcome in, come, come, trickle in. It is a Friday, and we're ready to, you know, basically take down, control week four, try to get a victory here in week four. If you're 0 3, don't worry. We got you. Give us a call, 844-843-6879, anytime in the program. And of course, I'm with Fantasy Sharks, Fantasy Taz, Jim Day, and George Kurtz. What's up? Jim Day, how you doing today, brother? How you feeling? Hey,
3: I'm doing good, Chris. Uh, Another Friday. Good game last night, at least finally on a Thursday night. We got a good game.
2: Yeah, it was a good game. Uh, A lot of action, high-scoring game. The overs were a lock everywhere, pretty much, Um, even on the prop bets. George Kurtz, how you feeling? How'd you like the game?
4: Well, I guess I liked it a little bit more than Nelson Aguilar owners did. Wow.
2: Zilch. Zilch for
4: Nice for Aguilar. big glazed donut there.
2: <laughs> that's it. Just uh, rough. Jeffrey comes back and he gets a lot of the love.
3: I mean, he didn't really. Well, Aguilar didn't really help himself with those drops last week.
2: Yeah, He didn't help himself last week. He had one target in this game. Uh, that's it. I understand. He didn't drop it. Yeah, he didn't drop it. Um, You know, Matt Collins, only two targets, but Jeffrey had nine. He only caught, he only had three for 38 and a touchdown though. He had that touchdown. So that was big if you started Jeffrey. Um, You know, Wentz didn't throw for a ton of yardage. Didn't really have to. Jordan Howard and Miles Sanders getting it done on the ground yesterday against the Packers. Uh, Both of them came alive in week three. Basically, you know, you had Howard 87 yards on 15 carries, 5.8 a carry. Sanders 11 for 72 and 6.5 a carry. Howard also had two touchdowns. How many people are jumping on the wave of wire this week for Jordan Howard if he's out there?
3: They don't oh, he have three, three, I have in all leagues. He, he had three.
2: Oh, yeah, he had the, uh, the receiving touchdown as well. That's right, three for 28 and a touchdown in the receiving game. Monster game from Jordan Howard. It's going to be tough. See, to that's beat what, I've got him in a third me. of
4: my leagues. Want to know how many leagues I started him in yesterday? Zero. There you go. Another glazed donut. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. He was my happy about that. How many, how many leagues do you have him in, George? You said? I believe three or four. Three or four I don't wow. believe it. It's at least three, but I'm pretty sure it's four. And uh, I, am, I haven't looked yet, but I'm almost positive I didn't start him in any. I thought about him. Not that I saw this coming, but uh, I had other bad matchups, too. And I ended up couldn't pull, pull him with a trigger here. But, uh, yeah, I love seeing that. Oh, Howard, another touchdown. Oh, this point I'm not getting. Oh, another one. <laughs> What points I'm not getting? Oh, a point. And then he caught one! Look at that! Pass that's just a, a big fu, man. That's that's a big fu. Yeah, and it's going to screw everything up now. People are going to want to start him, and then Peterson's going to screw everybody up and say, "Oh no, no, just kidding." Back to Sanders and Sprouls.
2: <laughs> All right, exactly. There you go. That's fantasy. That's football for you, right? That's football for you. What about you? You have a lot. Of, did you start any Howards? I started uh,
3: Howard everywhere, not just because I thought I was smart. I just I was worried well, about you know Sanders putting smart, the yeah. ball on the ground that Howard would get more work. And you know, it's funny that Howard got the work. Howard had the big game, but it was Sanders that rejuvenized this offense with that kick return.
2: Oh yeah, that kick return was great.
3: Yeah, you know no, that was when what they brought this the team out of the out of the, the basement
4: and got them alive. That was early was, on. Yeah, it was. How about this also? Hey, Green Bay, they're going to run the ball up the middle. How about stop it? <laughs> I mean, come on. It wasn't like there was intricate running plays. All right, this wasn't the count of trays here. They weren't pulling guards. I mean, come on. It's right at the middle and you knew it was we all knew it was coming. My my wife knew it was coming. She doesn't even like football. I mean, and they <laughs> they just didn't stop it at all. It was a joke. Yeah, I but I bet I bet you didn't call that wheel route for the touchdown. Yeah, I was nice why, why they the Why did not cover it? <laughs> Oh no! Way Jordan's gonna catch that ball. They don't throw to him at all. He can't catch.
2: Ran right down oh, the sideline. He did drop a pass yeah. earlier, though. He did. He dropped. You know, he right in his hands dropped it. Um, listen, you know, he's not a great pass
3: catcher, but he he was the guy. Oh, well, he, he just wanted to be part of the team. You wanted to be part of. All the, the other team? receivers <laughs> are dropping passes. And he just felt he had to be part of the team. <laughs> he didn't so want to show out. them up.
2: Yeah, I feel so you. Left on that one. out. Yeah, I mean, listen,
3: I can't believe, I understand you. Who'd you start Howard over, though? I, I mean. Well, I just, there were a couple of times, a couple of leagues, well, few leagues. I didn't really have a choice with Breed out. I have a lot with the bye week. A couple of leagues, it was Bell who was out on the bye week. Heck, a couple of leagues, it was Bell and Breed. Um, you know, just a few things like that, plus some injuries. It's just the way it worked out. Uh, you know, I didn't. Uh yeah. nobody I really wanted to to start out in the New England Buffalo game because of both of those defenses. You know there was just a lot of different reasons and again, it really came down to the fact that with Sanders putting the ball on the ground, I just was he worried figured, that yeah. you know he wouldn't get as much work and he didn't until the team came alive and then he started running well,
2: yeah, he ran well, but the problem was for Sanders owners that all he had was that was, was the eleven rushes seventy two yards yep. he didn't get anything through the air, so he doesn't help you there seven point two fantasy points.
3: No, I, I I hear you, yeah. but I, I've been trying to warn you guys how it's coming. You can't put the ball on the ground as a rookie and continue to play.
2: I mean, he, he had 11 carries, though, so he's still got decent amount of touches. You know what I mean? It's not like he didn't, you know. 10, ca- Ten touches total is okay for a guy who, you know, after fumbled, you know, he's a rookie especially, and you got Howard who's doing so well in this game too. You know, 11 carries ain't that bad, but he just didn't get anything through the air either, so... Uh, you know, tough game for him. Goddard hits the end zone. Howard, obviously, we said three times. Jeffrey, for one. Ertz had a nice game. Didn't didn't get in the end zone, though. Uh, he could have. I mean, you know, there was definitely opportunities. Seven catches, 65 yards. He's still having a nice year. I know people are probably like, oh, why did I draft Ertz so early? Because, you know, he's been kind of pedestrian. And this is what I've been hearing. But, like, at the same time, you know, he's cracked 10 fantasy points every single game of the season. And, you know at the tight end position, that's good. You can't ask for a lot more than that. He's not going to get you 20 fantasy points every week. It's just not the way it works, you know? And that's why it's hard to invest in a tight end really early. Kelsey does that. He's part of a super high flying offense. So that's going to happen. Um, but Ertz is a PPR. Oh,
3: Kelsey's not even doing that. <laughs> I mean, but Kelsey... he had one week of 20 points the first week, he only, he had just under 12. Right. I think he had what a little over 15 in week three.
4: Yeah, so I mean, he's
3: not even doing that. Kelsey right now is what the fourth tight end in the league.
2: (laughs) Is he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I guess because you have Waller, you have Andrews who had two monster weeks. Evan Ingram. Evan Ingram. Uh, Well, yeah, he had eleven point eight week one. He had twenty three point seven in week two, which was a monster game, and then last week almost sixteen fantasy points. That's still really good.
3: I'm not saying it's not really good, but it's not the, you know, you were making it sound like he hits twenty every week, and he hasn't.
2: No, yeah, no, he hasn't gotten 20. I mean, that's why it's hard to invest in tight ends very early, but I digress. All right, we're going into into break right now. Fantasy Football Frenzy on a Friday. Goons, shout-out to the Goons Squad. Come back with us. Give us a call, 844-843-6879. Be right back.
1: DailyRoto.com
5: Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches.
6: Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1 800 CarMats, WeatherTech.com. Proudly made in America
0: friends, yep. The best friends forever. DJ Shark do 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 do. Everyone fantasy. does it. Everywhere in okay. fantasy does it. I can't hear his name without that happening. <laughs> so it, it only plays internally in my head. I would never say it out loud. Yeah, it no. just flows so well. I mean, look, everyone's heard Baby Shark, or if you haven't, then God bless your soul. But it just matches up so well, baby. No, no, I understand. DJ, it, just, it just works so well. I'm sorry. I don't think it's going away anytime soon. Now, let's Shark goes away.
1: Watch live weekdays, two to three p.m. Eastern on Sports Grid and Zumo TV, channel seven nineteen.
2: Shout-out to the Boot Squad. I like this music. Shout-out to Brian in the pit. Intro music right here. All right. Welcome back on a Friday to Fantasy Football Frenzy. As you guys know, you can catch us on YouTube at the FNTSY Sports uh, page on YouTube. Uh, We're also on Sports Grid Network, Zumo TV, Channel 719, and uh, wherever you could listen to podcasts as well. So... With Jim Day, George Kurtz, your boy, the of Chris Ventra. Quick, quick breakdown of what's going on around the league here. Uh, Damian Williams still not practicing. Remains sideline at today's practice. So pretty much you got to look elsewhere if you're a Damian Williams owner. And maybe Lashawn McCoy becomes a decent play if, you know, if he's okay. But I, it sounds like, is, is there a chance, Jim, that both these guys are out and Darrell Williams becomes a great play this week?
3: From everything I'm seeing, McCoy's good to go. He practiced in full, so I think he's fine. All
2: right. All right, so McCoy.
0: There
3: you go. I think it's going to be McCoy-Williams, you know, backfield again this week, just like it was last week.
2: There you go. So plug those guys in if you got them. Smoke them if you got them. Godwin resumes practice today. That's big news because Godwin wasn't practicing. We were concerned, obviously, because Godwin's been great all season except for last week. Uh, You know... You're plugging him in. You're plugging him in pretty much because, you know, you know what you're going to get. I mean, you just got to hope that he doesn't bang it up again or, you know, just get, has limited touches or limited targets in this game. But he practiced today, so it looks like he should be good to go. Penny returned to practice yesterday. Rashad Penny, that is. So Penny owners is a possible stream option. Vance McDonald did not practice yesterday. Uh, Ito Smith trending positively from concussion. Looks like he'll be practicing uh, and might be good to go this week. Oh well, and- Wait,
3: wait, wait, slow that down, slow that down. He He's practiced today w- without the non-contact in, uh, uh, yeah, jersey, Right, but he ha- still hasn't cleared the concussion protocol, oh, which okay. to me, if, if he w- didn't have the non-contact jersey on, pretty much says that, to yeah. me that they're going to let him go. But just be careful is all I'm saying. Just be careful.
2: Yeah, I mean, because concussion protocol, I mean, listen, if you're going to do c- if you're going to take off the non-contact and, you know, that's it. Like you have another, you're risking another concussion once you do that.
3: Uh, you know, well, so. you doing that anyway, anytime you step <laughs> on the field.
2: I, well, non-contact.
3: Yeah. I, no, no, I, I get that. To me, it, it's ridiculous that they even do it that way. Why take off the non-contact jersey if he hasn't been cleared yet? Right. To me, that's just vast, awkward.
2: Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. You're right. All right, uh, Mark Andrews came uh, back at practice today. That's big news for Mark Andrews owners because you want to plug him in, of course, uh, unless you got Will Disley. We talked about this the other day. We like Will Disley a lot this week. McLaurin didn't practice today. Uh, Paul Richardson, if McLaurin, you know, isn't a go this week, Paul Richardson becomes a really popular streaming option, really big stream option for this week. Uh, And Hilton, once again, sideline at practice today, so... Looks like he's probably not going this week. So you got to look elsewhere if you're a Hilton owner, which I am. So I have to look elsewhere. All right.
4: Uh,
2: still with last night, like we, we talked about the, the Eagles, the Packers. That pick at the uh, you know, that pick was huge. I don't know what's going on. Maliflor and Aaron Rodgers do not look like they're on the same page here. Every time you see Rodgers, right, about to call, call a play, like, you know, go up to the line, coming out of the huddle, you see him looking to the sideline, he's just like, like this is just like this play is terrible. I'm, I don't want to do this play, you know. And he kept like shaking his head no to the sideline and stuff. I feel like th- this could be uh, a disaster in the making f- in the future between them two because they blew it, you know. They blew it at the end here, uh, even though Rodgers did have 422 yards passing. So he blew up kind of here, threw 53 times, two touchdowns, one pick. Uh, he also rushed for 46 yards. Uh, so. I don't know. It's interesting to to see what, what's going on with the Packers here. They're still three and one, though. Uh, and then you had Aaron Jones, thirteen carries, twenty one yards, one point six yards a carry. Not good, but he did have uh, the touchdown, and he also had six catches for thirty seven yards. So in a PPR, he still got you almost fifteen points. Just that you got to be worried a little bit about why he's not just not running that well. And I know the Eagles' defense is very good against the run, but you know that's really poor numbers on the ground. Devontae Adams finally blew up, as everybody was predicting, 10 for 180, but he did get hurt. He has turf toe, guys. Uh, Turf toe is a concerning injury, right, George?
4: Yeah, it is concerning. We don't know the degree it is yet. Uh, It's something, it's not going to heal in 10 days. That's the next time they play, of course, Mm -hmm. Uh, but he may be able to play through it. We don't know the degree of the turf toe, but it could also be something that keeps him out. It's a stretching of the toe. It's mean the ligaments got stretched. They get stretched, Do they get torn in the toe. That would be uh, what my guess is he'll have to play through pain, maybe for the rest of the season. Obviously, if you're going to play, there's no way to keep off that foot, right? You know, to keep off that toe. And I don't know if resting five days during the week is going to do any uh, real kind of curing there. If he has a tear there of some degree here, hopefully it's not uh, torn too far. There be a huge blow. We saw Rogers wasn't the same guy after Devontae Adams went out of that game.
2: Yeah, right, right. Yeah, he was, you know, a little bit uh, rattled. Ten. Uh, 10- for 180, he had a monster game, 15 targets. He wanted the ball. He was a little disappointed last week that he didn't get, he only had like four targets the week before. So uh, you get what you want, but you got to be careful with this turf toe because you. I've seen guys miss a month of a season because of turf toe. You know, I, I mean, it could be a serious, it's a serious thing. So keep your eye on that. You can miss more than that. You can miss <laughs> even more than that. Yeah, you're right.
3: Turf toes. It really depends on the severity of the turf toe and whether or not it's to the big toe. The big toe is the one that really makes the difference right. because that's where all your balance comes from. If you can't use that big toe to get any balance, it really affects you, how you walk, how you move, everything.
2: Right. And uh, if it's the pinky toe, it's okay, though. Nobody really oh, uses
3: the pinky toe. You know? It's easier if it's any of the other toes, yes. <laughs> the,
2: the pinky toe, no, nobody cares about. You could even
3: the pinky toe, he did go wee, wee, wee all the way home.
4: Yeah, you could chop that toe off. It wouldn't matter. I um, care about that piggy toe when I stub it in the middle of freaking night. <laughs> <laughs> it does hurt. It
3: does
2: hurt. Uh, Jimmy Graham, six for sixty-one and a touch, nine targets.
3: Jimmy I, Graham, I, 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 I could have sworn. I remember somebody, somebody yesterday saying, "Yeah, definitely, it's going to be the Jimmy Graham and Devontae Adams show because that's what Rodgers wanted." Hmm. You said that. I can't imagine. Was that me? Yeah, I think that's it a, was me.
2: Well, I mean, the Devontae Adams call is like yeah, know, Yeah, obvious. that's not a big call. Yeah, yeah. It's
3: Devontae Adams. But, right. you know, when, when your quarterback comes out and says, I got to get these guys the ball more often, and your quarterback is the stubborn Mr. Rogers, you got to believe him.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean, listen, I guess I didn't expect this big a game, but at the, at the end of the day, he could have had an even bigger game. He dropped he a touchdown yep. pass. You know, like, yes,
3: he uh, did. He, and, and the other the other pass that was caught in the end zone I think was headed for him um, that I think it was Allison's touchdown where yeah. they both were right next to each other.
2: Right, 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 right. Yeah, It
3: looked like it was going right for Graham.
2: And, he and Allison three, yeah. stepped
3: right in front of it.
2: <laughs> and Allison got himself a nice little touchdown. 3 for 52 and a touchdown. So we were talking about dropping him yesterday, me and George. But like, uh, I mean, still it's not great. Four targets. Clearly, you know, Jimmy Graham, Devontae Adams had more ta- way more targets, and MVS had seven targets, even though he only had three for 47. So he was, kinda, he was a dud yesterday if you started him, uh, and we did like him. I mean, mo- almost everybody went off in, the, in this game, it, just a couple guys. Aguilar with the zilch and uh, you know MVS, not really doing much here, didn't crack 10 fantasy points. So uh, that's what we have for last night. The Eagles go to 2-2. Two two, they beat the Packers 34-27. Packers are three and one. I still don't really believe in
3: the. Finally, Eagles. a good Thursday night game. I can't remember the last one. Yeah, I mean, I, I really, I literally can't remember the last good Thursday night game.
4: Yeah, I, I can't either. George, can you? <laughs> oh, there have been good Thursday night games. Uh, I'm not saying there haven't,
3: but can you remember but, uh, the last one?
4: No, but I can't remember the last good Sunday game at four o'clock either. <laughs> I mean, it's just I. Uh, does not stick on top of my head. here. Oh, Thursday night game, good. Hell, when was the last good Monday night game? You know the. Uh, it's Thursday and Monday night games, the schedule, the way the NFL does it, those two networks get the, you know, the crap games. You know, NBC, uh, NBC on Sunday night, ESPN. they're going to get the good games. Yeah, the ESPN and NFL network get crap. They just get crap. Yeah. That's the way it works. Every team has to play at least one national TV game, and guess where they get it? They get it on the Monday night schedule and the Thursday night schedule. Yeah, uh, NBC, NBC night. won't take it on Sundays. So that's just the way it is. You've got you to suck it up.
2: Yeah, NBC top of the, top of the list. That's
3: it. No, this Monday's yeah. going to be a great game.
4: What's this Monday? I'll be volunteering to, to ref again. Since
3: he had Pittsburgh, oh. two 0-3 teams oh. fight for the bottom.
2: Hey, if, st- if the Steelers had all that, you know, had been, might be a different story, but the Bengals stink anyway, so it doesn't matter. Uh, all right, we'll be right back. Fantasy Football Frenzy, we'll give you start sick questions. Give us your calls, we'll answer your questions. Jim Day, George Kurtz, your brother calls Chris Brentford. Be right back.
0: We want more money. Money line. We got Jay Patterson coming over from Mississippi. I knew no. that bringing a kid in from the South to the SEC was just reeked of desperation. We're not seeing the 2015 version of Devontae Freeman by any means, but he's still seeing volume. Why are you chewing gum in a post-game press conference? You're the head coach of the Cleveland Browns. What are you doing? This guy makes no sense.
1: Wednesday and Friday, 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on Zumo TV, channel 719.
0: The morning after. The Toronto Maple Leafs claim that they found out about this on Twitter. They say that Matthews never told the team, never told the coach. I don't believe it. Like the Leafs are getting a pass. He just got a five-year, $58 million extension, bro. You're telling me it's the second-place I've player in the league, and you don't know that he got arrested three months ago? This kid disrespects the team? He's the face of a franchise, and you didn't tell anybody? I have a hard time believing that.
1: Weekdays, 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on TSY Radio and on Sumo TV, channel 719.
3: Down to some stones. Do you want two risk-free wagers up to a thousand dollars? Go to pointsbet.com/grid and open up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets up to a thousand dollars. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBet also offers its own betting concept where customers are rewarded by how much they win their bet. For example, if you had the Eagles' money line bet in action last night with their 34-27 to 27 win over the Packers, you could have won up to seven times your money. That's pointsbet.com grid. Enter promo code GRID and get your two risk-free bets up to $1,000 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER, 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details.
2: There you have it, Jim Day Reads. Sign up, baby. Let's go. All right. Welcome back, Fantasy Football Frenzy. Uh, the number to call today is not the number I gave out before, but I threw it up in the chat. It's 347-767, uh, I believe. Yep. 6614. Six, six, so give us a call. I put it up in the chat. We'll answer your sit questions. Uh, and, you know, we'll hang out. All right, so I want to do this. Streaming options for week four at each position. Quarterback. So, George, give me your top quarterback streaming option of the week.
4: There's guys not, not in the top 12, so we're looking at guys yeah. that are outside uh, that little ranking there. is mm-hmm. uh, always deep, so there's always guys you could uh, want. And, I, listen, I think this is a good streaming week because if I have Baker Mayfield, and I do, mm-hmm. he ain't starting. So, let's uh, not go with your guys. Right now, I'll take Daniel Jones against that uh, Redskins secondary. He's hot. Skins haven't stopped anybody through the air. Uh, give, me, uh, give me Daniel Jones.
2: There you go right there, Daniel Jones. Yeah, because, uh, listen, there's a lot of quarterbacks hurt, a lot of quarterbacks that are underperforming, so you might have to throw in a streaming option, and there's good ones out there. Jim, what about for you, that quarterback?
3: Oh, well, he stole mine. <laughs> he stole yeah, Daniel he's- Jones is the top, right? <laughs> uh-huh. He's the top. <laughs> um, you know, outside of that, then I'm going to go with Kyle Allen. As a streaming option Uh, going into Houston, but Houston so far hasn't done well against quarterbacks. And as we all know, George is going to say, well, it's only three weeks. It doesn't really matter yet. But through three weeks, they are 25th against opposing (laughs) quarterbacks. And one of those quarterbacks was uh, Gardner Minshew, who looked pretty good against them. So, um, you know, at this point, I'd say Allen is going to throw a lot. Uh, In this one, even if it is to McCaffrey, I don't care. McCaffrey makes big things happen. So I think Kyle Allen is a good streaming option this week.
2: There you go. Yeah, those are probably the top two. Danny Dimes versus Washington, Kyle Allen, Houston. I'll give you a couple more. Jacoby Brissett at home against the Oakland Raiders. Uh, Matt Stafford versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, You could even go if you're really desperate or you want to play DFS and really play around. Case Keenum at the Giants because the Giants' defense is so bad. And Kyler Murray versus the Seattle Seahawks. It's not really a stream, but, like, you know, you, you, ha- you probably haven't really started him that much. Uh, and if you've got a quarterback with a bad matchup, Kyler Murray's not a bad guy to plug in for him, uh, I think, here in Week 4 against Seattle at home. So, there you go. We have Dan from uh, Darren, Darren. Darren from where? Philly. Darren from Philly on the line. What's up, Darren? Shout-out to the Goon Squad.
5: What up? What's good, man? Hey, I got uh, two questions for you guys in the PPR league. Um, My one question is I need to start a flex or I need to start a receiver. So should I sit Adam Thielen for Demarcus Robinson or Curtis Samuel?
2: So pick one between those three? Yes. Adam Thielen, Demarcus Robinson, Curtis Samuel. I really like Samuel this week. It's just hard for me to bench Adam Thielen right now. I'm a big Adam Thielen guy, so let's go. Let's ask uh, Jim Day, what do you think?
3: Look, yeah, you're right. I mean, it's so hard to sit Adam Thielen. It it just is, but going up against the Chicago defense in Chicago doesn't really thrill me, (laughs) Um, and the fact of the matter is that this passing offense hasn't gotten going yet. Uh, I do like Curtis Samuel. (laughs) Yeah, I'd, I'd probably, yeah, you know what? Robinson is so damn intriguing, though, because his upside is there every freaking game just because he's got Mahomes thrown to him. I
2: know, but it's a risky play. He doesn't have
3: to do much to break two touchdowns and, and put up monster points just doing that. It's so hard to go against him. Samuel just doesn't have that kind of upside, and Thielen, you know, I can't trust Thielen at this time. I say go for the upside if you need it. Go for Robinson.
2: Robinson is your top play, Yeah.
3: Did. Yeah, he's just got the upside the other two don't have. Well, Wait, now,
2: I would beg to differ about Curtis Samuel not having an upside. That guy absolutely flies. He can hit a home run at any I moment. I
3: love Curtis Samuel, but they're not giving him enough touches to make him that kind of player at this point.
2: All right, I mean, I, I would say Thielen. What do you think, George? Let's round this out so we can give him a, you know.
4: Whenever someone has a question like this, uh, when you're, just, you're thinking about not starting a top player, and Thielen's a top player. Yeah. I, you have to make sure you're not going to be the kind of person, Darren, that's going to bang your head against the wall if Thielen <laughs> goes off. Because Great everything point. Jim said is correct. I mean, Thielen's got a lousy matchup, but I don't like it either. But he's the much better player than D. Robin Samuel. So if you're okay that, you know, if Thielen catches eight balls, 111 yards, or two touchdowns, you're not going to go up and jump off a roof, then I don't want to start him either. And I don't. You know, I, and I agree with Jim. I'm going with uh, Robinson as well. I think there's more upside there, to your point. I think Samuel does have upside as well. And I like Samuel also. Mm-hmm. I think D-Rob has more upside. He's playing indoors against Detroit and that dome, Mahomes. Yeah, I'm on the bandwagon here. Well, would this help if I told
3: you the other two receivers I'm starting? can't hurt. You never know. <laughs> well, because uh, I'm also start- starting Tyler
5: Boyd and Mike Evans. So would it? Yeah. That's why I need the third receiver.
2: Yeah, so as you should. Tyler Boyd and Mike Evans. Yeah. You're doing the right thing with that. Yeah. I, well, so,
5: Robinson so that's why is I asked still... about Adam Thielen because he, he he's technically the third receiver.
3: He, he is technically the third receiver, but so far, DeMarcus Robinson has outscored him on the season by a few points. No, yeah. just a few points, but a few points.
2: That KC um, offense, yeah.
3: You know, uh, look, if you want safe, then Thielen is your guy. He's still getting double-digit points every week. You know, so it's not, he's not crushing you. Mm-hmm. So at least he's getting that. Uh, but uh, if you want upside because you have two studs in, in the head, for me, I'd go with Robinson just for the upside. I mean, he has the chance to have a 35-point season like a uh, week like he did in week two. Yeah, he does have
2: that chance every week. I mean, while Ty- Tyree kills out. So thanks for the call, Darren. So uh, there you oh, have it. Hey, one more question if you got to slide it in.
5: Sure. Which. Tony Michelle is my, my is my running back
3: too.
5: Should I start looking to trade him or just try to be patient?
3: I don't think you could trade him for anything right now. Everybody's pretty down on Michelle, uh, and rightfully so. He just hasn't done anything yet. They haven't given him the chance to do anything. Is probably the safer comment. It uh, just you know it's always going to be this way. But Tony Michelle, he's going to break out of it at some point. He's too good not to. He's on a team that's going to score points. Yeah. He's going to get it. Um, it does hurt him that they lost James Devlin as the fullback. I got to believe they bring another one in, uh, cause they do like to run that power, that power running game with the fullback, but, uh, it does hurt him if they don't, but it's, it, it's so hard. You know, it, we may very well see him as an end of the season type of savior for leagues as a guy all right. of a sudden comes on and he's getting a hundred yards and a touchdown every freaking week. Cause he was doing but that. It, it's hard. Yeah. Right. It's just. Hard to know right now with all the backs they have in that backfield, what's going to happen each and every week.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's
3: tough. But he's uh, so low right now; it, it's so hard to move him. You wouldn't get anything for him.
2: That's yeah, that's the thing because he's coming off a week where he did awful on the ground. He did have the touchdown, but he still couldn't even crack ten fantasy points.
3: So he only had seven fantasy points with right, the touchdown.
2: With the touchdown, <laughs> which is really bad. So you know, He's
3: just not getting enough touches right now. You know, it's hard to, hard to put the blame on him, but. You know, I mean, week two was his best week, and that was fourteen points against the Dolphins. Yeah. Um, you know, week one against the Steelers, he did absolutely nothing. Fifteen attempts for fourteen yards. That's bad. So, yeah. I, you know, I, yeah, it's just hard to say what he's going to do. But right now, if you try to sell him, I mean, you're literally selling selling him for pennies on the dollar what you invested.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And thanks for the call, Darren. I mean, what I would say is this: Sony Michelle, yeah. You're selling him at a low. If you really want to sell him and you really think that he's not going to be, you know, your steady RB2 for the whole season, wait till a week where he goes off and gets you that 100-yard game and a touchdown. And I know you're probably not going to want to sell him after that, but that's the time to do it because, you know, recency bias does play a part and uh, people will buy it. And you might get something pretty good in return. Uh, but it's hard to trust Sony Michel every week. But the thing, the thing that Jim says that I like about Sony Michel is that He's on the New England Patriots. And most games, they're going to be ahead. They're going to score a lot of points. They're going to have a lot of red zone and end zone opportunities, which just means a lot more opportunities for Sony Michelle to put up points. So, you know, it could go either way any given week, though. That's the thing. It is a sketchy situation, I understand. By the way, Jim Curtis Samuel last week had 16.3 fantasy points on seven targets, five catches, 53 yards, and a touchdown. His first touchdown of the year. Uh, and the week before, he had 14.3. He had 13 targets, five catches, and 91 yards. I think there's upside to be had here, even with Look, Kyle. I Allen. Even I, more I was, with Kyle Allen.
3: I'm the one hyping Samuel in the preseason like crazy, and I'm not saying Samuel is not a good play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm no, not saying that. I'm saying I'm just saying I think Robinson has the most upside. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, no,
2: I understand. I understand.
3: Any you know, one of these guys could come out on top this week. And e- easily, any one of these guys could have the best week out of the three of them. All of them have the ability to put up big games. All I'm saying is I think Robinson has the opportunity to put up the biggest game.
2: And he probably will almost every week until Tyreek Hill comes back because it's the Chiefs offense, right? The only thing that worries me about that, about Robinson over Samuel, is that in Carolina you have DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel, Greg Olson, and obviously Christian McCaffrey out of the backfield. Yeah, but, you know... Moore and Samuel are going to dominate targets in terms of deeper targets and, you know, sideline targets and stuff like that. Like, they're going to get a lot of big chunk plays. Whereas the Chiefs have Miko, Harden, they have Sammy Watkins, they have Travis Kelsey, and they have Demarcus Robinson, and they have the guys coming out of the backfield. There's a lot more to work with for for Mahomes. So he could also give you a dud.
3: the same number to me. Uh, Not really. Yeah you know really. I mean? I'd had two it's wide like, receivers, running backs. It sounded like the same It's like
2: 5 to like 3 or 4. You know what I mean? <laughs> or 6 to 4. All right, we'll be right back Fancy Football Frenzy on Friday. i to kill you, dude. We'll be right back and we will break down some more streamers and call. Listen us up.
5: to what Chris said about Andro 400.
2: I've lost
3: I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It's changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible.
5: Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. andro400.com.
7: Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or
1: Full-time fantasy. I hate these people who come out after and go, oh, see, you should have done this. Like, I got a lot of that pushback when I said I only take one quarterback in leagues with 16 roster spots. It's easy to say you're wrong after Roethlisberger and Breeze get hurt. It's easy. You're looking at results. I don't like that. Make your opinion known and stand by it. Weekdays, 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers.
2: Yeah. Welcome back, Fantasy Football Frenzy, on a Friday, last segment of the program, before week four is underway. Get your team's in shape, give us a call 347-767-6614. What's up? We'll answer your questions. I am the closer Chris Ventra, alongside... Fancy Taz, Jim Day, and George Kurtz. Uh, so I don't want to, you know, go on this too long. But I'm telling you, Jim, the Chiefs have six options. And, oh, you went down it now, huh? And Did the you have to take your shoes off? And especially, there's four <laughs> deep options on the Chiefs. Four deep threat options. I'm including Kelsey, who's going to absorb more targets than Greg Olson in the long run. And then... You know the Panthers have. I'm
3: pretty have f- sure Olson has had more targets than Kelsey so pa- far.
2: Panthers have four total options. That's it, four total. So I'm just saying, I think Curtis Samuel is definitely a more of a, okay, less put of a your boomer bust, less on. of a boomer
3: bust. You don't need that to count anymore. Put your shoe back on. I don't. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I
2: don't know what you're talking about. All right, Jim. Well, I, I win this argument. Don't worry about it. All right, here we go. Running <laughs> okay. back streams. All right, George. Give, it, give us your top running back stream of the week. Daryl Williams obviously is one of them, but you have anything else out there for
4: people? All right, I guess, well, obviously Goldman could be in there as well. All right, so he's uh, top pick. Yeah, week. yeah, you
2: got to start him. Yeah.
4: So uh, I guess we'll go. If we want to go outside of those guys, uh, we we talked about Ronald Jones earlier in the week, but it's against the Rams. I wouldn't call him my top stream, but we're already going past Williams and Goldman here. But he's someone you got to consider here. Malcolm Brown is still in consideration. I mean, uh, no matter what they keep saying, that Gurley's fine. Brown keeps playing here. And if he gets those goal line touches, it is Tampa Bay. Point's going to be scored in this game. Wouldn't yeah. shock me at all if Brown gets in the end zone this week. And uh, I don't think it's a great week with Tony Pollard on Dallas, but I do think Moore Moore's going to keep wanting to use Zeke and Pollard in these uh, in these sets. And I think they're going uh, to try and find Pollard, as, use him as a weapon. Sort of like a very poor man's Kamara when Kamara and Murray used or back in the Kamara and the Ingram days.
2: Right, right, right. So he'll get his fair share of touches, maybe through the air, on the ground, you know, in special packages and stuff like that. What about you, Jim Day? Uh, who who do you have as a as a top stream?
3: Oh, top stream. There's not really a lot of them to be had. Is that's real? Maybe um, a sneaky one. <laughs> I
2: like Hyde this week too.
3: Yeah, Hyde's good. Again, he, Hyde's good as long as he gets a touchdown. Outside of that, he's not going to get you a touchdown. Hmm. Um. Does Sony Michelle count? I mean, he's uh, number forty-four on the ranking so far. Yeah, he's dropping. I, mean, I think I mean, he would count. Yeah, but that's yeah. a rough matchup. Yeah. It is a rough matchup, but again, you know, Buffalo is sixteenth in the league against running backs. And let's face it, they fe- face the Jets, the Giants, and Cincinnati. Um, well, the
2: Giants have Saquon Barkley,
3: who was hurt halfway through the game. Lev Bell. Oh no, he wasn't. No, he started to be oh, getting no, this. No. One, wasn't they face top backs. Yeah okay, they face two out of three. Good point. Fair <laughs> enough. Uh, I'm trying to do this on the run.
4: Uh, let's see. It's tough. It's, there's not much there. Jim already said there's not much. I'll there.
2: give you a sneaky one. <laughs> what really about not. since you know? Remember Tony Pollard went off against Miami last week. Think about the the backup in uh, on the Chargers, Justin Jackson. If people are still holding Justin Jackson, or he's out there in the waiver wire, not a terrible stream. I feel like he's going to get. You know, even if he gets ele- 11 carries. He could turn that into a a productive day against Miami. Uh, So Justin Jackson, a sneaky one, but it's hard to really want
3: to plug him in in this game. Yeah, well, no, it's even harder when he was spotted in a walking boot today.
2: Did this just come out? Uh,
3: Well, he was added to the injury report on Thursday. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. He was added to the injury report. And then
3: today he was actually spotted at practice with a walking boot on. So I really wouldn't count on Justin Jackson this week.
2: Yeah, Jackson was, I see this now. The calf injury. All right. Well, there goes that, I
6: guess.
3: (laughs) That's what I said. there's really not a a lot out there that, you know, um, not, and not anybody that's really a stream. RBs hard to stream. Yeah. You know, you don't really stream RBs because if they're worth anything, they're owned (laughs) somehow, somewhere, some by, by somebody. So uh, it's not, there's not really a ton out there to really love here as far as streaming running backs. It's not, That's not a position you want to stream.
2: (laughs) You don't want to. And and what I'm saying, and it doesn't doesn't necessarily have to be a guy that you're picking up on waivers. Like, because everybody holds running backs because everybody covets their running backs. They hold them for deal life and they don't want to give them up because, you know, it's so hard to get a good one. You know what I mean? So it could be a guy on the bench that you never play. Or it could be Devin Singletary, who, you know, last week was out. He's healthy this week, it looks like. He practiced again today. Um, You know, he could pop versus New England. Not a great he matchup. He's got, he's got, you know, he's got that upside. Eh, that's like a stream. Uh, you don't. It's another guy you don't want to, but it could be a sneaky play, uh, especially in DFS. That'd be really
3: sneaky. So I mean, damn t- sneaky, you get yourself the loss.
2: Hey, listen, single the
3: first two weeks of the season broke ten fantasy points both weeks. I agree. I, I don't mind the kid. I like the kid. I got yeah. him a lot of places. I'm not starting him against New England.
2: Yeah, it is. A, it's a tough start. So, you know, you'd have to be kind of desperate. At the wide receiver position, Paul Richardson is probably one of my top Love
3: streams. Paul Richardson this week, absolutely, with, with uh, McLaurin, McLaurin. Hurton. Yeah.
2: You have another one?
3: I think Trey Quinn is another one that's absolutely involved in this if uh, McLaurin is out. Uh, I think Trey Quinn gets a lot of work in the slot.
2: Trey Quinn in the slot. Richardson's, you know, a really good one because he had a lot of targets last week and now is wit mclaurin in the game so uh hardman obviously has been a pretty good you know not really a stream i guess he's he's owned but you could he's a bench guy really it's hard to plug him in every week but he's been doing good every single week even on you know like two or three catches he could give you a touchdown any of these chiefs wide receivers you know could just pop
3: and that's it anybody who plays with mahomes has value you just have to get lucky they they got to hit that particular week
2: right right Um, it's like between demarcus robinson and miko hardman like one will probably bust and give you five six points or whatever and then the other one will probably give you 15 or something every other week uh watkins has been actually a constant because he is the number one target there right now in terms of wide receivers and he's given you a nice floor so far this season even though he hasn't come close to that week one explosion uh he could have an explosion this week though so you got to plug him in. Uh, Philip Dorsett at Buffalo with Tredavious White on Josh Gordon, most likely, for a lot of the, a lot of the game. Julian Edelman's probably going to play because he's been practicing. I think Dorsett gets uh, a little overlooked, and maybe he has a big pop this week. What about for you, George? Any other standouts at wide receiver that might be a sneaky play
4: this week? Well, You named my top two as far as guys outside the top 40 and Richardson and Hardman. How about DK Metcalf, Seattle? Yeah. You know, playing Arizona, the uh, secondary that keeps on giving each week, uh, he would be up there for me as well. Uh, Dorsett, I know he's not going to be, uh, you know, he's he the top cornerback, but I'm probably going to stay away from, really, there's nobody on New England outside of James White. I am dying to start this week against the Buffalo Bills. Uh, I think it's going to be a, uh, a lower scoring game. Mm-hmm. I think the Bills are, uh, you know, Bills Mafia. Lord knows Gabe Marenzi is certainly up for this game. <laughs> uh, I would love, love to hang out and watch. If Gabe was going to watch the game, uh, yeah, you know, in his living room. So I would love to hang out with Gabe to see him go off yeah, the wall. Me too. You know, climbing the walls. Yeah, uh, you know, seeing the emotion he'll go through watching this game. But uh,
2: <laughs> Roller coaster I'm ride. Sure, I
4: think he'll be working in game live with me on a Sunday, so probably not. But uh, it should be an interesting uh, three hours for game.
2: Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, if he's working, uh, you could watch him live. I mean, on Sunday. Uh,
4: see yeah, how he'll he hold back. He'll him. have to hold back a little <laughs> bit.
2: That's funny. I would love to see that. Uh, I, I like Deontay Johnson, too, versus Cincinnati. Uh, he's been, obviously, a big pickup this week. This could be a game Will Fuller pops. Sneaky play. I think he's a pretty good DFS play, too, because he has that ability to pop with the upside. And Preston Williams, who's been giving you a pretty good, nice, a nice floor versus the Chargers. You know, I, I think, you know, if he continues to get these targets, another 10, 10, 11, 12 fantasy points for him this week isn't out of the possibility. Uh, and tight ends.
3: I mean, there's really wait, wait, no. Wait, wait, you choice. didn't even give me a chance to say a wide receiver, dude. You're moving on without me. Has uh, you... this become the Chris Ventra show? I thought. Uh, I thought you gave me. Uh, I thought you gave me one.
4: No, you didn't Not give me you one, did, Jim. You said Trey Quinn. I mean... Oh
2: yeah, you said Trey Quinn.
4: Oh. Okay. Well, I got offended. another one. Okay. Right, got it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, when you get older, the
3: mind is a terrible thing to waste. <laughs> um, how about Auden Tate, who seems to have taken a, a nice step forward, at least last week. 10 targets last week at the bills six for 88, mm-hmm. um, you know, good game out of him. A lot of people thinking he may have taken that next step and maybe stepping up in, in place there, uh, at least until AJ green comes back. And this week he's got the Steelers whose secondary hasn't been able to stop anybody yet.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's actually, well, I mean, they have Micah Fitzpatrick now. Uh, so, you know, it's a little tougher, but. You know, people aren't going to be focused on Auden Tate, even though they probably should be. Let me just tell you, this guy's six foot five, two hundred and twenty-eight pounds. He's a monster, an absolute monster from Florida State, Jim Day, FSU yeah. baby. Well, I'm again,
3: he, you know, a seventh round pick, so it wasn't like he. Came I wonder high. why yeah.
2: he's a seventh round pick though.
3: Something well, else must to he, happen. He he needs a lot of work in his route running. Okay. Um, he lets the ball get to his body a little too often for my liking. Mm-hmm. So he has some things he has to work on, but last week he looked a little better. It looked like his routes were a little strong. He did miss a couple that where he rounded it off a little too much, you know, things like that, but he, he definitely looked like he was grabbing the ball instead of letting the ball get to him, which is a good thing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe he's making the right steps forward. Yeah.
2: He's a young guy. he was a uh, drafted in last year's draft 2018 NFL draft seventh round. So but he's got that the size that uh, NFL teams covet, so we'll see what happens. He had the targets last week; could be a sneaky play, DFS play, maybe something like that. All right, t- uh, tight end. I mean, you know, if unless you either of you guys have something really sneaky a uh, tight end to stream, I, I really don't see much. Maybe Vernon Davis, uh, Dawson Knox. Dawson, yeah, Dawson Knox both, has been a popular pick this other, week.
3: Both of the other tight ends are are out for this week, so he's he's pretty much the real in, the only yeah. deal in in Buffalo and you know, look, it may just come down to he might be the only one that isn't covered all the time.
2: Yeah. yeah. I mean, there you go. I mean, Knox had a nice game last week. He was a popular pickup this week. Uh, not Jordan Aikens. Obviously, I don't buy into that stuff. That's a Houston Texans tight end who popped off last week a little bit. Uh, he's playing Carolina. Could be a sneaky DFS play, but you're not starting Jordan Akins. So, you know, there's really not a lot here at tight end. Uh. I do want to do before well, it depends
3: we... depends on who you have at tight end. Yeah, if you're
2: That's desperate. Problem, you
3: know? Yeah, if you're that, desperate. It, really, I, I mean, at this point, man, I, I might consider starting him over O.J. Howard.
2: No, no,
3: no. Oh, come on. If O.J. Howard can't get it done against the Giants, <sighs> I mean, maybe it's 9. time 6. to bail on O.J. Howard. Maybe the whole old rhetoric of Arians doesn't use his tight end. It's true. Yeah, maybe <laughs> it's real. <laughs> maybe it's just freaking real. I'm playing you know, it one more time. we want to pass it by is, oh, he never had a tight end this good. Well, he's got a tight end this good, and he's still not using him.
2: Well, I'm going to use the Georgia tactic here and say, if I bench O.J. howe for Jordan Aikens, I'm going to be kicking myself really badly if he goes off. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to literally well, and hit my it, head that, against the wall. That's
3: the decision every owner has to make, but after three weeks of doing absolutely nothing, and one of those weeks coming against the Giants. It wasn't
2: nothing. I wouldn't say it was nothing. It was almost 10 fantasy points in a PPR.
3: Almost 10. Oh, yeah. Now we're shooting for the Raptors now. <laughs> 10 fantasy <laughs> points. Almost 10 fantasy I'm scraping for 10
2: here with O.J. Howard. That's bad. I know. I still got to give him the chance, though. The guy's a freak.
3: O.J. Howard, the 26th ranked tight end through three weeks. I know. You know who's got more fantasy points than O.J. Howard? Blake Jarwin, Hayden Hurst, Darren Fells. Nick Boyle, Noah Fant, Tyler Eifert, da- Dawson Knox, um, James O'Shaughnessy <laughs> and Jordan Akins. Wow.
2: Yeah, that's brutal. Yeah, we you know, you know, brutal season for OJ Howard so far. But I think things will turn around. I'm plugging him in. I would suggest plugging him in. Listen, he's a freak. When he gets the targets, they will come and he'll be fine. I mean, Godwin's banged up. Who knows? Maybe he's limiting this game, doesn't get the targets, but uh we'll see. Any, real quick before we end the program here, any best bets you like for games this weekend? George? We're always best bets. I haven't looked
4: at like right now. I like the charge. spread,
2: though. All right, uh, depends. Well, I mean, you know, I'm saying for the spread. But uh, I like the Vikings. Give me the Vikings today this week, plus two and a half. All right, we'll see you guys next time. Have a great week and good luck. BFFs are up next. Jim Day, George Kurtz, your boy the close perspective. Are you ready for out.
0: the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, Sports Grid is live 18 hours a day. Here to serve you, the fanatic. This is sports grid. Get on the grid
5: to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435 888-400-0435 andro400.com
1: I'm gonna miss you. <laughs> Here's what you missed on Fantasy Football Frenzy. I didn't want it to
2: end. <laughs> At 6.5 a carry, Howard also have two touchdowns. How many people are jumping on the wave of wire this week for Jordan Howard if he's out there?
4: They don't have to. I have in all leagues.
3: He had three.
2: Oh, yeah, he had the, uh, the receiving touchdown as well. That's right. Three for 28 and a touchdown in the receiving game. Monster game from Jordan Howard. It's going to be tough. See, to that's be what, I've got him in the
4: third me. of my leagues. Do you know how many leagues I started him in yesterday? Zero. There you go. Another glazed donut. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. He was real happy about that. How many, how many leagues you have him in, George, you said? I believe three or four. Three or four I don't wow. believe it. It's at least three, but I'm pretty sure it's four. And uh, I, am, I haven't looked yet, but I'm always positive. I didn't start him in any. I thought about him. Not that I saw this coming, but uh, I had other bad matchups, too. And I ended up couldn't pull, pull him a trigger here. But, uh, yeah, I love seeing that. Oh, Howard, another touchdown. Oh, this points not, I'm not getting. Oh, another <laughs> one. What points I'm not getting? Oh, a he caught by Look at he that! Pass <laughs> that's just a, a big FU, man. That's, just, that's a big FU. Yeah. And it's going to screw everything up now. <laughs> people are going to want to start him, and then Peterson's going to screw everybody up and say, oh, no, no, just kidding. Back to Sanders and Sproles. <laughs>
2: right? Exactly. There you go. That's fantasy. That's football for you, right? That's football for you. What about you? You have a lot of... Did you start any Howards?
3: I started uh, Howard everywhere. Not just because I thought I was smart. I just... I was worried well, about you know you Sanders think you're putting you're smart, the ball yeah. on the ground that Howard would get more work, and you know, it's funny that Howard got to work. Howard had the big game, but it was Sanders that rejuvenized this offense with that kick return.
2: Oh yeah, that kick return was great.
3: Yeah, you know, you know that was when what brought the team out of the out of the, the basement and got them
4: alive. That was early was, on, yeah. It was. How about this also? Hey, Green Bay, they're gonna run the ball up the middle. How about stopping? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. It was like there was intricate running plays. All right, this wasn't the counter trays here. They weren't pulling guards. I mean, come on, it's right at the middle, and you knew it. Was, we all knew it was coming. My my wife knew it was coming. She doesn't even like football. I mean, they, they <laughs> just stopped it. At all. It was a joke. Yeah, I but I bet, I bet you didn't call that wheel route for the touchdown.
3: Yeah, I was no, nice. Why, why they didn't
4: they cover it? <laughs> oh, no, Jordan's going to catch that ball. They don't throw it at him at all. He can't catch.
2: Ran right down oh. the sideline. He did drop a pass earlier, though. Right in his hands. Dropped it. Um, Listen, you know, he's not a great pass catcher, but he, he was the guy.
3: Well, he, he just wanted to be part of the team. You wanted to be part all of All the, the team? other receivers <laughs> are dropping passes. So he just felt he had to be part of the team. <laughs> He didn't want to show them up. Who'd you start Howard over, though? Well, I just, there were a couple times, a couple leagues, well, a few leagues. I didn't really have a choice with Breed out. I have a lot with the bye week. A couple leagues, it was Bell who was out on the bye week. Heck, a couple leagues, it was Bell and Breed. You know, just a few things like that, plus some injuries. It's just the way it worked out. You know, I didn't, uh, nobody I really wanted to, to start out in the New England Buffalo game because of both of those defenses. You know, there was just a lot of different reasons. And again, it really came down to the fact that with Sanders putting the ball on the ground, I just was worried did, that yeah. you know he wouldn't get as much work and he didn't until the team came alive and then he started running well